Hey, Kate. How's it going today? Oh, hi, Derek. So good to see you. How are you doing? Well, I, um, I'm i okay, but uh, somebody that we're working with has been better. I appreciate mm. you meeting with me on such short notice. Sure, I know, of course. Of course. As a supervisor, I know your, your time is really, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, well-structured and, and uh, busy, but uh, this is an emergency kind of crisis situation. Yeah, so. I could tell by the voicemail that you left, you know, it just your your voice sounded like you really needed some time. So I'm happy to I'm happy to talk with you. Sure. Yeah. So it involves this person I've been working with, Michaela. Um, she I don't know if you have you ever met her. Uh, sounds familiar. I think. I think so. I do remember our our discussion, and I think I can put a a, a face with a name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let me give you a brief update on okay, her, what please. we've been doing with her. That so would be great. She came to us. She was referred to us about five months ago um, by one of the local area hospitals social worker there that she had, was getting discharged. And they thought she could use some case management type of resource linkage services. Okay. Uh, right. She's living with her mom, and yes. that is one of the, the, the uh, emerging situations. So mm-hmm. initially, she never followed up. I was trying to outreach her, and she didn't respond. And then her mom got involved and started calling me, and mm. I kind of forged a relationship with right. her mom and okay. partnered with her and got Michaela to start meeting with me. And we did some really good stuff. We made some good progress. We applied for Social Security benefits mm. a while back. Uh, and sitting through that process, you know, is, is trying. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. But it was good because we got to talk a lot and, and start to, to develop a, a relationship. And I got to know her. Mm-hmm. And we applied mm-hmm. for general assistance, welfare benefits. And mm. she got those. So she has a little bit of income right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And things started to get much better after that. Um, mm. She um, she had this boyfriend that was kind of a bad influence. And she, mm. she recently, you know, broke it off with him. Mm. And she, got, she told me she got some sobriety under her belt she mm. had i think seven or eight days at one point and that was a big big mm. improvement on mm-hmm. things how things had been mm. the uh she even actually had gotten uh into school she told me in mm. our last meeting she uh, uh enrolled in the county college here it was a little uh a little surprising a little quick to ah. happen like mm-hmm. it all came together rather quickly but um huh. it just is a there's an issue in the background that just seems to be um, hanging over her head that I've been trying to work with her oh, on, and that's the housing that, piece. Uh, okay, okay. So the mom and the reason why the mom is so heavily involved, mm. other than the she's been a pretty good support in Michaela's life, mm. um, is that she is living with Michaela and cannot mm-hmm. continue to do so. Her uh, mom is, um, they foreclosed on the house, okay. so she's losing the house. The mom has oh, found alternate living arrangements for herself. Herself, okay. She's let Michaela know numerous times from a long time ago that she can't, you know, oh, boy. Uh, support her uh, anymore. And that's right. why, you know, she's been really pushing, helping mm, us okay. or letting us help her. Mm-hmm. So it's been going well except for that housing thing mm-hmm. because every time I try and bring it up with her, she's dismissive mm. and, you know, she'll, you know, just kind of say i'll figure something out Uh, and and kind of minimizes it i think a little bit but this last not able to not ready to kind of oh boy yeah i mean big this is a big issue it's a very stressful issue Mm. i can tell and it would be on me too of course if i was like didn't know where i was going to be right it's like sort of at the end of this month they have to yeah she has to figure something out so 
we met, what was it, today's Friday, I think we met on Tuesday this week okay. um, to talk about a few things, and she, that's where she told me she enrolled in, in school, and I was, okay. you know, really happy to hear that, although just a little bit, seemed a little impulsive, given mm. some of the warning signs she had missed a meeting with me, and mm. left this voicemail about having a new boyfriend that really didn't seem, um, well, I mean, she was telling me this because she wants to apparently give him you know sign a release for us to talk with him and mm. i know she had just d- ditched the last boyfriend like a week or two ago yeah. so to, to meet somebody and have them be at mm. that that level that quickly was a little i guess i was happy for her but you were seeing s- some red flags there yeah okay yeah, for sure uh. so we met on tuesday and we were talking about the <laughs> school and um that was fine, and then I brought up if she had um, made any, given any thought to decisions on housing. Uh-huh. I had given her some options, and she mm. kind of flipped on me and said, "You know, I don't. These are all crap. You know, oh, it boy. was like, you know, uh-huh. it's there's not great options. Right, um, right. She, I thought the supportive housing option may have been the best one for her, mm-hmm. given the needs, and I think she's talked about wanting to live in her own apartment." But I, I don't know, maybe she's just a little um, nervous about that whole process. Um, relationship she, with her mom, yeah. Yeah, the fact that stuff. she won't be living with her right. anymore. Um, and I don't know. So mm. she flipped out. I actually, when we were going back and forth, mentioned the phone call about the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she apparently didn't remember she left that voicemail because oh. she didn't, she didn't know why I knew his name and I said well you left me a voicemail and she said oh I didn't do that so that was kind of another big red flag for you and that was when she stormed off so she she walked out of my office and just uh, really yeah so I've been trying to just this past Tuesday now this was just several days ago okay okay so Wednesday Mm. and Thursday I've tried to reach her outreach her and I haven't gotten anywhere with her she's not returning my calls Mm -hmm. and then this morning the call from the uh, from the police department. Okay. So it, it seems yeah. like oh, and then there's another tidbit that yeah. the boyfriend the the boyfriend that, the new boyfriend yes was okay. in the car. She was driving his car. Okay. She was drunk, and he has a bunch of drugs on him. Oh no. So yeah. he is locked up too, oh, apparently boy. in much more serious charges on him. Oh. Um, apparently, yeah. Michaela did not have any drugs on her. Oh. Um, so she's okay. looking at some kind of, um, driving while intoxicated okay. charge though. Yeah. And, um, so wondering what you think I should do here as far oh, as a plan. Wow. Boy. So, so, uh, you've really forged a, a great relationship with her. It seems, um, although this past week it's been kind of, um, testy, but, um, Sounds like you're you're the fact that she called you. She's really, um, you know, she's really reaching out and trusting that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. The fact that she didn't want to, she didn't give the police her mom's phone number is, uh, is I guess, a little surprising mm-hmm. that she re- just wanted to reach out to me of mm-hmm, all people, given mm-hmm. what happened on Tuesday. Right. Right. Yeah. So, boy. So, what are your what are your thoughts? What are you thinking of uh, that? Uh, the actions that that you might take. What are the options here? You think? Well, I mean, I have this relationship with the mom. Um, mm-hmm. We talked 
pretty regularly. It's been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had left her a message earlier in the week when the when the warning signs kind of came out, and she didn't reach out. But I, mm. I know she's really busy with the, the move. But, the move uh, and everything. Yeah. So I perhaps should maybe reach out to her. We have a release mm. to talk to her. Okay. Okay. So I can update her. I mean, I. I don't know if I should do that, though, before going to see Michaela. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't want her mom to know for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, keeping that in the back of your mind. But, um, yeah, it seems it seems like your gut's kind of telling you to make the connection with Michaela first. Yeah. And kind of respond to her call and... Um, yeah, go, going down there, uh, how, how can you imagine that uh, Michaela's sort of feeling or dealing at this point? What are you sort of expecting? Well, um, she's probably, well, she's probably hungover. Mm. Um, so she, physically, she's probably not feeling very well. Yeah. Um, she probably hasn't had her medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I mean, um, emotionally, she's proud of be feeling pretty low, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if she has any kind of criminal background offhand. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got, you know, I know a number of hospitalizations. Mm-hmm. So if that's the first time she's ever been in jail, yes. that could be pretty scary and, and potentially traumatizing for her. Yes, yes. I imagine seeing you, uh, someone that, that knows her, for a, a good bit of time and uh, can be there for her might be, um, uh, you know, a good a good course a good course of action f- to start anyway, you know, um, it, yeah. Just knowing Michaela as you do, what do you see as kind of her strengths in in kind of coping with the situation and moving forward? Well, I um, I have seen her be a good advocate for herself um, mm-hmm. at times in these appointments that mm-hmm, we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes she has kind of deferred back because she seems, you know, a little unsure. But I like that mm-hmm. she's always tried to take the lead. And I hope that mm-hmm. she's, um, you know, I think she's going to be able to advocate for herself mm-hmm, um, once mm-hmm. she's in the proper, you know, state of mind you know yeah. i just worry that right now she may not be able to right that's right why she may be calling for me so yeah. i guess I sh- i'll see what the policy is to go and visit her mm-hmm. down at the jail right and see what the chart like get some more information on the charges mm-hmm. and what it's going to take to get her out of there right yeah getting the information and sharing the information with her but i but i think you know don't underestimate just the power of you, someone that she obviously trusts and trusts enough to even have gotten very angry with you earlier in the week, you know, that, um, you know, letting her know that that you're continuing to be there for her and that, you know, as again, as before, you'll partner with her to empower her and collaborate with her um, as she that there is a future and that she can move forward from this. Yeah, I think it's, um, I appreciate the way you said that because I was really feeling kind of down after that, after she kind of blew me off after that mm-hmm. last meeting because I had been seeing such successes in her and, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship and blossoming and going really well mm-hmm. and then to have it just kind of deteriorate so quickly. It was a kind of a blow to the ego, you know, and... Um, well, she she got angry, and that's... But that doesn't mean the relationship is over. Kind of, to me, that, that shows a certain level of trust that, you know, she can 
get angry. And, you know, I was even thinking that, you know, so this whole sort of episode is a continuation of, of that. You were really touching something that's really hard for her to to move forward with the housing situation and the relationship. So, you know, that, that issue is going to, going to be coming right to her again, along with this, uh, with the current issue. So seems that she has chosen you to partner with and to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate mm. that, that perspective that it's actually a compliment to our relationship that she was able to flip out on me. Mm. Um, because mm-hmm. if she wasn't as trusting, she probably wouldn't have even showed up to meet with me. Right. Uh, I would, I would agree. Uh, I, I would definitely uh, you know, say that you're, you know, moving in the right direction as a, as, as a partner with her and, um, you know, helping to help her look at her strengths and begin to move forward even with this, whereas right now she's probably feeling like she's hit a pretty big obstacle, but I'm sure you can um, partner with her to help her see that there can be a future here, that she that she can move forward. Yeah. So I think yeah. I'll just kind of frame it as mm. this is in terms of the stages of change. You know, I have to think about it as, a, you know, this is a relapse. Mm-hmm. She may have been gone back into contemplation or even pre-contemplation mm-hmm. there. And I just mm-hmm. kind of wasn't expecting it, you know, given how things, the momentum mm-hmm. and, and she had really been in action there for a while. So, yeah. you know, it could hopefully it's just temporary. And if uh, I can, if I can uh, see her today. In uh, kind of reassure her that you know we will you know work to help her out as best we can mm-hmm. and um, get mm-hmm. some more info and also I guess I'll find out if she wants to involve her mother mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to what extent and then uh, depending on what she says I'll reach out to her mom. Well, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I assume that she will be assigned um, a legal person that would be able to partner with her. Yeah, I have to see what. Uh, what's going on and what other crisis type mm-hmm. services might mm-hmm. be available in the community mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. So that's another good thing I'll look into as well. And maybe some of my colleagues can help me out as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate you, uh, you know, spending some time and processing this uh, situation with me. I think I have a good plan. And okay, in good. Now. Okay. I, I have a lot of confidence in you, Derek. And, um, you know, uh, remember a couple steps backward, uh, a step forward, and um, sometimes things are cyclical like that, but it looks like you've been, you know, uh, you're seeing forward movement with, with Michaela, and I would encourage you to, you know, continue along and have the confidence in yourself. Thank you for your good work. Thank you. I uh, will keep you posted on what okay, goes on. Okay, okay. Have right, a good weekend. Bye. Hey there, guys. I just wanted to give a quick update. I did go down to the local police department to see if I could talk to Michaela, and unfortunately I was unable to speak with her. When I got down there, the uh, officer on duty informed me that while in the jail cell, Michaela became suicidal and was threatening to hang herself in the cell. And so the police uh, responded by uh, having her transported to the psychiatric screening department uh, of our county. So um, 
she is no longer at the uh, at the local jail here, uh, so now I have to go and find out where she is and what the next steps are in uh, her getting apparently psychiatrically screened um, as a result of um, voicing some suicidal ideation while in the uh, in the jail cell. So I will. Um, give you guys updates as I hear them, but uh, this was an unfortunate turn of events that I wanted to let you guys, uh, my colleagues, know about. So stay tuned. Hopefully we'll hear a good uh, positive resolution to this unfortunate situation.